Party hats. Boom, boom. The whole go bang bang here. Let us begin. I want you to keep an eye out for the Boogity Man. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of VHS Bandits. This week we watched Mortal Kombat. Let's start the tape tape tournament. Okay. Tape tournament. In each of us the fury of a warrior. In every generation, a few are chosen to prove it. One of you three will decide the outcome of the tournament. Three strangers will travel to the mystical realm of Outworld to defend our people against Shang Tsung. You will And his forces of darkness. And our world is theirs. It has begun! presentation hey guys welcome again to vhs bandits this week we watched mortal kombat i am the kev bot here as always is day train and special guest dan alicata what's going on guys mortal kombat you know what i think we should just have the next hour and a half of dan going like underneath everything yeah well all right kev you me we'll have a conversation and we'll just have him going mortal kombat the whole time test your might there you go weird that that part was in like in the movie when oh, you're yeah. preparing to fight, it's like, eh. <laughs> wasn't that supposed to be like? It was like a challenge that you do. Something, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. So Dan, this was your uh, your golden star right here. Yeah. For a while, you were telling me how badly you wanted to come on the show and do Mortal Kombat. I think this was like a year in the making here. Yeah, def- at least a year. Yeah. Um, I I love this movie. I watched it as a kid with my best friend Lou. We'd watch it. Five, ten times, and then, and then we watched the sequel, and uh, we don't talk about the sequel as much, but this one's great. This this movie freaking rules. Well, let's 
Let's dive right into Frickin it. Let's, rules. Let's talk about why you like this one more than the uh, sequel. We're getting into it now. We're doing it now. Okay. Uh, I want to get right it. into it. <laughs> yeah. And then Dane and I make <laughs> counterpoints. Okay. All right. Let's well, in the first one, simple enough story. It follows the plot of the original Mortal Kombat where- Wait, there's a plot to the original Mortal Kombat, the game? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's a tournament that, that, that happens every, I think it's 100 years, where people fight in a tournament called Mortal Kombat, and whoever wins fights Goro, and if they beat Goro, they fight Shang Tsung. But for nine previous tournaments, no one won against Goro. And the way it works is uh, every ten tournaments, that means the winner of that of those ten tournaments gets to invade the other realm. So, like, in the world of Mortal Kombat, Shao Kahn uh, has Outworld, and he sent Shang Tsung and Goro to... Uh, try and take over Earthrealm, and so he sent them to take over, and they, they won centuries ago, and then they kept winning and kept winning and kept winning until this Mortal Kombat tournament, where, above everything else, Liu Kang managed to beat Goro and then beat Shang Tsung in the video game and stop the invasion and stop Outworld from taking over Earthrealm. Now, my question is, does it have to be nine consecutive tournaments? And if you lose one... And it goes back to zero. Yes. Can you say, nah, I'm going to try for Earth again? No, not with Mortal Kombat. Okay. Shao Kahn did find a few loopholes to, to get around that. Interesting. Like in the, in, I think it's, yeah, Mortal Kombat 3. No, Mortal Kombat 2, he creates a tournament in Outworld and for some and captures some of the, the fighters from Earthrealm, like Sonya and I think Johnny. And so they have to go there to save them and also fight Shao Kahn and his people and he, mm-hmm. he, his special tournament is if you win, lose this tournament I'm taking Earthrealm if you win you can have your people back and we'll, we'll let that be the end of it and then in the third one he decided no I really want Earthrealm so my wife is buried over in Earthrealm so I'm gonna cross over into Earthrealm to resurrect her and then take it over because I can because it's because it's, it's, it's technically allowed because uh, she's buried there, and I'm just going back to get my dead wife. Hmm. And so then that caused a whole... Uh, and here we are, 11 Mortal Kombats later. Yeah. So in the movie, it's about Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, and Sonya Blade going to Shang Tsung's island to participate in the tournament Mortal Kombat. This is the 10th tournament, and if they lose, Earthrealm is lost. And so Raiden guides them along to the ship and everything, and to... And through their journey and uh, several different fights, in the hopes that they can uh, save Earthrealm from their fate. And this movie's got uh, it's got enough good fights. You got you got Giant Cage versus Scorpion, Sub Zero versus Liu Kang, uh, Liu Kang versus uh, Reptile and Shang Tsung, Johnny versus Goro, and Sonya versus Kano. All makes sense in the in the movie. They're all all pretty well choreographed, and then. A pretty decent, simple enough story to put in there, and so it makes it, I, I think, a pretty good film from the 90s based on a video game. Whereas the sequel, they uh, jump to Mortal Kombat, the story of Mortal Kombat 3, where Shao Kahn takes over. Almost the entire cast has been replaced, except for Liu Kang Katana. Johnny Cage gets killed off in the first five minutes of the film, which is just insanity. They keep throwing in random characters from the various Mortal Kombat games without introduction and then just 
quickly get them out after the first after the one fight. Like Mylena shows up, fights Sonya, disappears, doesn't get name dropped, nothing. Uh, same thing with Cyrax. Uh, Rain has an appearance for five seconds, gets killed off, and then they use his death scene again for, I believe it's Baraka when he, they kill him off. Or they use Baraka's death for Rain. One, one of the two. They use the same footage of the mm. other guy dying for that one. Um, and then you got you got really lame fights like uh, Scorpion shows up again for no reason, get uh, along with Smoke, and then Sub Zero, the younger Sub Zero of uh, the good guy Sub Zero, yeah, the good guy Sub Zero, the younger brother of the original Sub Zero, shows up, stops Smoke and Scorpion, tells them, "I'm here to 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 save my friend Smoke. I gotta go now. I'll see you later." Never addressed again in the movie. And then the whole time Raiden's asking the Elder Gods why the hell uh, no one's doing anything about Shao Kahn invading Earthrealm. And they don't give him any answers. So Raiden comes up with this plan to give up his godhood so that way he can fight again alongside them. And he's he's played by James Remar, but his acting is not great in that film. Um, you get three reptiles at one point towards the end of the film. You get appearances by Shiva who after being introduced in the in a, in like a round table amongst amongst Shao Kahn's uh so, uh generals it's Rain, Shiva, Motaro and I want to say Ermac and Shao Kahn walks in kills Rain uh and then they go off to go fight the fighters or whatever then I think Kitana gets kidnapped, so Baraka is there to stop Liu Kang from saving her. Liu Kang kills Baraka, frees Kitana from this cage that's hanging up in the air. Shiva walks in, says, let's do this, and then the cage falls, kills her. And then uh, fast forward towards, uh, fast forward in the movie, and then and then Sindel comes back, and she's got this 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 really great line when, when, when Kitana sees her mother again. She goes, mother, you're alive! And, and Sindel points at her and just goes, too bad. You will die. That's and, the best part of the movie. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. <laughs> and then, uh, yes, then they then they have this big fight at the end where first they fight they each they fight three reptiles. Also, don't get there's no reason as to why they're introduced or are there. Um, and there's this big fight in the end of the movie where it's Jax versus Motaro. Uh, I think Sonya versus Ermac and Noob Saibot, who doesn't get named. He's just a shadowy guy in the movie. Uh, Liu Kang versus Shao Kahn. Katana versus Sindel. And I don't think uh, Raiden fights anybody because he gets, like, injured or whatever. Oh, another thing. In order for uh, Liu Kang to defeat Shao Kahn, he's got to learn how to do an animality. Who does he go to find that? Nightwolf. A Native American character from the franchise, played by a white dude in this movie. And a very cheesy white dude who also turns into, you guessed it, a wolf. <laughs> you, you forgot one of my favorite things is the wind tunnels, the oh, underground wind tunnels. <laughs> with the big, with the big, circ- they, uh, big balls. Yeah, they, they have they to get in. one of those big uh, oh, yeah. DZ looking yeah. <laughs> And they use that to, they... to go around through yeah. the, the Dane, counterpoint. Why do you like <laughs> one, Mortal Kombat one last thing. Annihilation? One last thing about, last oh, thing about oh, Jax versus oh, Motaro. Okay. All right, keep going. The the whole point of this film, Jax has these cybernetic arms, and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I need these in order to kick ass. Now, this isn't the same Jax that, that we saw for like no, two no, seconds No, no, there's a completely different movie. actor in the Totally in the, in different this movie. dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, as he's Plastic fighting Motaro, his, his, Motaro is this big centaur dude with 
Played by Malibu from uh, from American Gladiators. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's got like, these big horns, this big-ass tail, and he's kicking Jax's ass, and somehow Jax, like, Raiden tells him, the arms don't make the man. The man makes the man. He's just like, I don't need these robotic arms to fight this guy anymore. I can do it with my own arms, and somehow beats him without the one thing that has been getting him through the rest of this film. And somehow beats a guy who's three times his size and extremely tough. Just right, shows you how... <laughs> Just shows you how tough Jax really is. Right. You know, it's funny. I, You know what my favorite cheese doodles are? Jax. And every single time I see them down at Stop and Shop, first thing I think about is Jax from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> there you go. I do, Just too. Just because of the name. All right. Counterpoints right. on okay. uh, Annihilation? So, uh, you know, I don't think we even need to see... Mortal Kombat Annihilation because yeah, you just you just told the whole movie. I enjoyed it, it which is yeah. yeah I think great. I think I challenge. should just retire and have you take over the show because <laughs> you can you can tell the story of the movies well better than I can. I didn't even remember half the characters' names. I, I just knew they were I from can't it. But remember it was cool. half of any. Well, okay. First and foremost, before I say anything, um, never w- did I think that I would ever be in the presence of such an expert on Mortal Kombat video games and the movies. I mean, dude. You knew like all the names. You do the storylines. Everything, dude. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I've, I've played a lot of Mortal Kombat, and I've watched both those movies enough times. I've watched the first one a lot more than the second, but I know a lot of Mortal Kombat to know that that the second one just blows. Now, of all the Mortal Kombat games, and there's quite a lot, which one is your favorite? Uh it's tough because the new ones are always better and and different. Yeah, I'm talking every single one that's ever been made. Um. I'd probably have to say X, which is the last one, because you got like a big, a good-sized cast of, of, of the original characters. You got some very, very cool new characters like Devorah, Kotal Khan, Aaron Black, Farrah Tor. Um, you can also play as Goro, which is really cool. And then you got some great, great uh, third-property DLC characters like Jason Voorhees from Friday right. 13th, Predator, Alien... Uh, you can play as Carl Weathers from Predator and oh, as shit. a skin for Jax. Um, you also get to play as Tremor. <laughs> you could just play as Carl Weathers. Yeah, you can play as Carl <laughs> Weathers instead of Jax. Not, not from any movie, just Carl I think it's, Weathers. I think, it's, I think it's from Predator, but, but that's cool. It's still pretty badass. Yeah. Um, you also get to play as uh, uh, Tremor, who had an appearance in one of the shittiest, shittiest Mortal Kombat games ever. One of the spinoffs called Mortal Kombat Special Forces Jax. Wait, is that a fucking real thing? It's a real game. Was that like one is that of those? PS One or is I that... think it's PS One. It's it's no around shit. that era. I knew nothing it is, about it that. It is not a fighting game. It is garbage. Well, I know that there's. Uh, is there like a role playing game? Is there? A, uh, what was the Sub Zero one? That's Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub Zero. That one. That one's a prequel to the original Mortal Kombat. Hmm. Where where in that one you're the Elder Sub Zero, you uh, Quan Chi. If anyone knows these video games, Quan Chi is a, a sorcerer of the, uh, in, the, in the Mortal Kombat games, like Shang Tsung a lot, but not doesn't deal with souls. He deals with more necromancy. Hmm. So he uh, he wants this amulet belongs to a fallen elder god named Shinnok, who's another big name villain in the Mortal Kombat universe. And he says to Sub Zero, "I need you to find this amulet for me. There's going to be a big challenge to get it. You got to fight other gods. You got to go through all this all this hassle to get it." Bring it to me, and I will destroy your rival clan, which in the case of Sub-Zero is the Shirai Ryu, which is Scorpion's clan. And he gives the same deal to Scorpion. He says, if you if you do this for me, I will destroy the Lin Kuei, which is Sub-Zero's. And he doesn't tell either one that they're going to have to deal with the other one. So in the progress of that game, Sub-Zero kills Scorpion, thus setting up 
Scorpion's uh, Vengeance arc for the first Mortal Kombat game. Uh, and then he gets the amulet to Quan Chi, and Quan Chi destroys the entire uh, Shirai Ryu clan. And then, res- unknown to Sub-Zero, resurrects him and says, Hey, this guy killed your whole family and uh, killed you. You should go kill. You should go kill him in the next Mortal Kombat tournament. So that's why Scorpion shows up in the Mortal Kombat tournament to kill Sub Zero, which he does. Hmm. And then the second one shows up to avenge him. Crazy. Back wow. to back to Tremor though from from Mortal Kombat X. He was one of the bosses of this this crappy Jax game, and you, it, it was it was Jax going after Kano and like four. Like like never before shown, never before seen again characters. One of which was Tremor, and Tremor is a Earth based ninja. Like how Sub Zero is about ice, Scorpion's about fire. Tremor was all about Earth, so he had these really cool like uh, combos where he, where he flings rocks at you. He turns his hands into rocks, and he can crush you with with the ground and whatnot. It was all very cool and very fun, and the story is also pretty crazy because it's also a lot darker too it's like a retelling of Mortal Kombat 4 but because of the events of the previous game a lot of the good guys have died and become revenants whereas the still living heroes are much older and have kids now who also fight and and try and stop Shinnok wow but yeah Mortal Kombat X is my favorite and never did I think that Mortal Kombat had quite such a mythology or universe whatever you want to call it I had no idea. Oh yeah. I honestly I thought that when the first arcade game came out it was just a fighting game. I had no idea. Oh, yeah, about no, any everyone of this stuff, everyone's there so. for a reason. And, and the movie covers Liu Kang, Sonya and, and uh, Johnny pretty well. Except in the movie Liu Kang is there for vengeance against Shang Tsung, whereas in the game it's just he's been chosen by his his uh uh by the Wuxi Academy to to represent them in the Mortal Kombat tournament and so he's gonna fight Shang Tsung and Gore and all them. That's, See, that's why you'd say He's... that uh, the movie actually is a relatively faithful adapt- adaption from the game. Yeah, for the first, for the first movie. Yeah. Wow. The first game, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's very unheard of. Yeah. You know, especially from this guy, Paul Anderson, who directed it, who made the Resident Evil movies that have fucking nothing to do oh, with yeah. the video games whatsoever. So, yeah. So, anywho... Mortal Kombat 2, why I like Mortal Kombat 2 a little bit more than Mortal Kombat 1, um, I think it had a lot more action, a lot more fights. Now, this is my first time seeing Mortal Kombat in a very long time. Very, right. very long. I think the last time I saw this was on like TBS Superstation in probably in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the second movie having a lot more fights. I like the cheesiness of it. I like the. Oh, yeah, I, think, I think it had cooler uh, atmosphere, like places and like you know what did environments. Have, did it have the song every five minutes? No, I don't think, I don't think it had the song every five minutes. No, yeah, I just I don't know what it was, but I like. I just think number two is a much more fun popcorny flick watch, whereas this one's it's more like cornball. This one's you know it's serious in a sense. This one's a little more serious, a little more. Uh, this one has more storyline, I guess. The second one has like no storyline. It's just like opening credits, fighting for ninety minutes, and then end credits. So um, I don't know. I just I think I think the second one's a lot of fun. I don't know. I mean, most people fucking hate the second one, but true. Yeah, but, true. So how about you, Kev? Why, what do you think? I'm gonna agree with you on a lot of those points. Um, you know, it just had a few more of the characters and. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. It was just yeah, a lot a lot more fun to watch. Yep. Which I, also I always, uh, also I, probably didn't um um probably haven't seen either of them in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, same thing. Yeah, I, I have I don't think I've seen either of these since since they were both probably on TBS yeah, Superstation. Since since, since having cable. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so I I have both. Uh, I got Mortal Kombat two, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, at that seat a million years ago. Mm-hmm. Still has the ninety nine cent sticker on it, nice, but nice. I never watched this. I probably got it in a trade, or I don't know how the hell I got this, but it, probably in a trade, somebody probably threw it in or something like that. But yeah, uh, um, yeah it's kind of cool to have both of them. And uh, yeah, you could do double feature if you want. We could do a whole other episode on oh, Mortal Kombat Two. We might as we, we, shit. I still think we should. I think you know what? How about this? Let's do like some Christmassy shit for December, but for January, let's do Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Sounds, Sounds good. Yeah. Now, do you have any tapes of the cartoon series? All right, I have no tapes of the cartoon <sighs> series. I used to have the like CGI computer animated. Uh, you know, Mortal Kombat the animated movie or whatever yeah, it was, that was, that was Whoa. which no. I also got for ninety nine cents at that's entertainment. Whoa! But uh, I ended up getting rid of that a million years ago before I really got into tape collecting, and I wish I still had it today because I liked it. I well, I think just for me because I I have a thing for nineties shitty computer graphics. Like I don't like care reboot. what it is. Like reboot, man! I fucking love reboot. Yeah. Um. A lot of people hate that show, Way but I love it. Time at we, the, oh yeah, at the time. I I don't know. Like even in this movie, the the CGI, like everything looks like super shiny. Yeah, and sh- shitty. Like uh, like Scorpion's like spear spear thing that comes out Which of his is like a weird bird looking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it, it, that it could was, actually die. It was so shiny. Everything yeah. looks like it's been covered in WD forty, <laughs> and everything, even like this this landscapes or like they're they're like the camera's panning up into this castle and the castle is so fucking shiny oh yeah you know um because that's what the, cgi and the reptile like. oh yeah oh yeah the reptile like the, same the actual thing. little lizard reptile thing uh that, that thing also just covered in wd-40 um looks like it could have been on reboot <laughs> dude could have been a i could have i could have and... called it a mega mega virus or something <laughs> you know uh you know uh I, I don't know. I I definitely I feel like I appreciate this movie more now than I did as a kid. Um I don't know how else to put it. Read the so, box, Dave. All right, let's read the box. So we got a big black box with the with the logo, you know, the dragon logo and it says Nothing in this world has prepared you for this. Mortal Kombat! And then at the bottom, it says, Four stars, a rock'em, sock'em action flick. And there's a little star asterisk in the side. So for whatever reason, they didn't put whoever made that quote on the front. They had to put it hidden somewhere in the back. Yeah, we thought it was a one star, like a teeny tiny one star yeah. review on the back. It's, it, yeah, it's like one star, Rob Salem of the Toronto Star. And at quick glance, I thought it said Rob Schneider. <laughs> so Rob Schneider says Mortal Kombat <laughs> Mortal is Com- one star. <laughs> <laughs> so Siskel uh, of Siskel and Ebert gave it thumbs up. Not how many thumbs up, just thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Which he very well could have said, no thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, is it no thumbs just up? Cut, One, two, no. like Goro is yeah. the four. We right? Don't know. I don't know. All right. 
Uh, you got a picture of um, all the characters on the front, inc- including that that uh, very glossy, fake-looking lizard thing. Reptile. L- reptile. And there's a, pic- there's a picture of Princess Katana in an outfit that she does not even wear in the movie. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. Anywho, all right. So it says, strap, your- strap yourself in for... Pulse pounding action, star powered adventure, and cutting edge special effects with awesome morphing sequences beyond your wildest dreams. I don't remember morphing in this movie, but morphing combat. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of morphing in this movie. Actually, there was a when there reptile was a, the part when reptile morphed. Uh, there was a part when Scorpion took off his mask and he and he, like his face morphed into a skull. Yeah, That's it, true. he had an army of darkness head where it was just yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, it, was, it was it was cool. It, it was uh um the more it was like animorphs. Yeah, you know, like the cover of an animorphs book. So it says, "Summon to a mysterious island, not Padusan Island nope. from Surf Ninjas," even though that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, three martial arts warriors engage in the ultimate battle of good against evil, the supernatural tournament of Mortal Kombat, <laughs> starring Christopher Lambert of Highlander, Talisa Soto of Don Juan DeMarco, Bridget Wilson of Last Action Hero, and featuring world-class martial arts champion Robin Chow. It's the most awesome action jammed reality shattering <laughs> adventure <laughs> of the universe has ever witnessed prepare for mortal combat <laughs> every time we say that we gotta sing all right now um it contains techno syndrome performed by the immortals available on vernon yard records i'm pretty sure i I'm pretty sure I had a cassette of this soundtrack. Really? I think so. Crazy. I feel like I did. Not a CD. I had Mission Impossible and Mission you, Impossible 2. You had the Mission Impossible compact discs? Mortal Kombat compact discs. Oh, I see. Yeah. I had Mission Impossible 1 and 2 on CD. Oh, okay. This, along with Weird Al Bad Hair Day. Ooh, there you go. On compact discs. <laughs> mm. So it says... Now, for all of you guys who are out there on the internet, um, preview Mortal Kombat on the internet at http colon backslash uh, colon slash slash www.mortalkombat.com slash combat begins. That that link does not work. Doesn't work anymore. Mortalkombat.com works. Yeah. This movie's PG-13. I thought this movie was PG, but then they said, like, bullshit and asshole, and, yeah, Probably PG thirteen. And I some guess. dude explodes. Dudes explode. Yeah. <laughs> some doo doo explodes. Dude, oh, dude. <laughs> D- speaking of doo doo exploding, we had I got us some Papaginzos tonight. Oh yeah, you gotta tell uh, us that story. Oh man, I gotta tell you guys this crazy story. All right, so we have not heard this yet. Dane's been saving it. Oh, I'm very interested. Here we go. All right, so I wanted to get some Papaginzos for everybody tonight. So yep, I got the this- grease. Oh, dude, this was the least greasiest Papaginzos I think I've ever had. Yeah. Usually it's Grease City, USA, right? Ooh, that's greasy. Ooh, that's greasy. But this was a, ooh, that's dry <laughs> pizza. The pizza was ultra, it, it tasted like it had been sitting out under the hot lamp for a long time. Yeah. Uh, if if you got this pizza 
back when you were in high school, you were definitely in the back of the pizza line. Oh, yeah. Because it was a bit dried out. Yeah, that's right. You bet. Not you bet. not bad pizza though. Was, no, no, no. It was, no, it was really good, good pizza. Yeah. It was just it was just on the dry, well done side, I guess. Yes. Um, so anywho, uh, so I go down to Papa Ginzo's uh, over here off our Route Nine in White City in Shrewsbury. It's the one right across the street from where we are. We're here at the TV station, and um, there's this fucking wackadoo running the cashier, the cashier thing, the cat register, know, the register, <laughs> <laughs> and. This dude had, like, long hair. I couldn't tell if he was in high school or what. I don't know, but he was a fucking wackadoo. And so he's uh, he's like, hey, man. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here to, here to pick up uh, pick up an order for Dana. And he goes, you ever heard of Dana Golding? I'm like, no. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like a comedian. I'm like, Is that about Dana Gould? Dana, yeah, that's who it was. And I was like, he's like, no, man, I don't know who the hell that is. And he's like, oh, he like wrote for The Simpsons. You like The Simpsons? I'm like, I haven't watched it since like the 90s. So I, I don't know. And he's like, oh, man. So he like pulls out some cash register uh, tape. So cash register, I mean, some mm-hmm. some some receipt. Yeah. And he yeah. starts like writing down the name. And, and he's like, oh, you got to check out this documentary. He's on Amazon or this, this comedy special he did. I'm like, okay. Well, he's got great. good taste in comedians. I guess. And so. He's like, all right, that'll be like eleven dollars. So I give him my, <laughs> I give him my card, swipes the card, and he gives it back to me. And that's when he like writes down the thing on the tape. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, here you go. Have a good night. And then he just goes to the guy, the old guy behind me. All right, sir, what can I do for you? And I'm like, where's my fucking food? <laughs> he didn't give me my damn food. So you just I'm, paid for. I just fucking paid for it. Give me my the- fucking food before you ask the next guy behind me. So this is old guy, and he's like, oh, here's my debit card. And the guy, it, like, didn't fucking work. The kid kept swiping it. And the guy goes, ugh, like, really <laughs> fucking loud like that. I'm like, what, what fucking grade are you in? And, he, and the guy's just like, oh, my wife used it earlier today, and it was working fine. And the kid's like, he's, like, trying to, like, rub rub the, the magnetic strip on his shirt and stuff. And finally it fucking worked. And... Then he, like, walks away. <laughs> Where's my fucking food? He goes to, like, some other lady, like, oh, somebody ordered, like, a chicken chicken, chicken pita pocket. I don't, I couldn't ring it up. And then he comes back, and he's, like, he goes into, like, the heating box where, like, my food would be. Yeah. Right? Fucking finally. So he gets my stuff, and he's, like, all right, let's see if it's the right stuff. And he's, like, opening the boxes. He's, like, oh, he's, like. Weird. And, um, and he doesn't even, like, ho- open it to, like, show me. You know what I mean? He, like, opens he's it to like his looking, side. Yeah. He's like, all right, here's like a cheese pizza. Here's your chicken units. Here's your cinnamon. I'm like, I know what it is. Give me my fucking phone. <laughs> me I want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and and then oh yeah, and then like so I don't know. He was again like right before this, he's talking to fucking some other worker about something, and he goes <laughs> like that, like really fucking loud. What the hell? Like get the fuck out of my fucking Papaginos, you weirdo! <laughs> oh, makes me not want to go to that. Jeez! Jeez. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I don't. I was like, as much as I want to go to Papaginos, I don't know if I want to go to that Papaginos with that fucking weirdos there anymore. We'll go to Westboro. That's it. Yeah, we'll go to the one on Milk Street. Yeah, that no fucking weirdos ever work there. Nope. No. So, we can do cheap plug. Oh, here we go. Just because uh, I've got a I've got a friend uh, named Jeff May. 
Yeah, so, Jeff May. Yeah, Jeff May, comedian out in California. He has a show um, on YouTube with Sideshow Collectibles. Oh, shit. Um, oh, which nice. is like a statue and right. figure kind yeah. of company cool, cool, called. Cool. Sideshow's Sideshow with Jeff May. And he actually just released an episode with Dana Gould. Oh, no shit. Very yeah. Cool. <laughs> and it's, it's really good. Oh, shit. So it's funny that you brought that up. I just wanted oh. to cheap plug Jeff May. <sighs> Sideshow's Sideshow. Oh, yeah. It's Check a small it out. world. Yeah. That's fucking funny. I, Once, I like your story better than mine. <laughs> um, I was at, uh, at Papa, that very same Papaginzo's yeah. last week with uh, another buddy of mine, and um, I think it was one of the best pizzas I've ever got from there. How greasy was it? It was not really greasy. <laughs> the pizza was per- like perfectly cooked. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Nice. Can't ever beat it. You know. You know what's the best is. I mean, obviously, anytime we do this show, we got to get takeout, right? Right. Nothing beats sitting down in the restaurant and getting the pizza when it's like fucking wicked hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Agreed. And it, it oh, is yeah. like smoldering hot, 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 hot. That's <laughs> when it's we, the best. If we could do an episode inside of Papa Ginzo's, we could. Mwah. I, we could just bring the recorder. <laughs> bring, and just, we could just do it there. Bring the TV. Bring the VCR. Oh, oh. I don't know about. Th- well, maybe they would. I don't know. We, we have to find a seat near a uh, uh, near an outlet. Yeah. yeah. You know. Hey guys, don't mind us. Up. We'll just be here for the next four hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually we're we'll, we'll, we'll go, watch this videotape. We'll, we'll go when they they start doing unlimited uh, pizza again. <laughs> <laughs> unlimited slices. Uh. So. Thanks for sharing that, Dan. That's yeah. a very interesting experience. I didn't catch his name Damn. on his name tag, man. But this guy—they don't—and they don't do surveys there either. Otherwise, you'd be like this dude. fucking weirdo, <laughs> dude. This guy was so fucking out to lunch. I, I just, I don't know, man. This fucking weird guy with dude. his great comedic taste. I mean, usually if I go to Papa Ginzo's, they're either nice. Or they say or, two words to you. Yeah, or they're just like, they're like fucking ready to leave, yeah. you know, whatever. It's been a long day. Like, I get it, okay? Yeah. But now I got this fucking weird. I was like, dude, I don't want to fucking talk to you. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear you go, <laughs> as loud as you fucking can because you're tired or frustrated. Nobody fucking cares. Grow the fuck up and give me my fucking pizza right after I pay for it. That's God why, damn. That's why I was a little dry. Oh, yeah, seriously. You took it out five minutes earlier. Nobody has ever asked me to like check the food beforehand. They just hand it to me. He didn't ask me if I wanted yeah, plates or really napkins, weird. whatever. It was just, oh man. <laughs> Let me inspect your food first. Oh, that was probably the worst experience <laughs> I've ever had at Papa Ginzo's. <laughs> Ooh. And if that could be the worst, it's not, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's really you know not what that I mean? bad. So the Very food true. was fine. Food was fine. I was gonna say a lot. Of, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the places that we used to frequent. In this area, I've really gone downhill. Oh, dude, seriously. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'm not going to Taco Bell ever again. Oh, no, totally. Everybody knows that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm ever going to Burger King ever yeah, again. Yeah, the Burger King that's here is we haven't been to in forever. Yeah. The Burger King in Northboro, I stopped going to them. Yeah. They, they've been messing up my order. That's, that's the one that was out of fries and onion rings oh, yeah. last time. <laughs> right. And then I finally went back, and they, like, had the like longest cooked fries without actually being burned but they were like <laughs> they're well pretty done. close to being burned yeah. i would love wow. to try those 
They are terrible. Really? Yeah, they I are feel like not though, good. It's like I love russet potato chips yeah. that are like well done potato chips right, are my favorite. Right. And I would think that fries would taste like that. Maybe not. They just taste too oily. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not great. Okay. But yeah, a lot of a lot of places around here. Yeah. Just everything's fucking going downhill in White City. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. One place we haven't uh haven't gone to. Well, there was one place I was going to suggest, and then I forgot. They closed right here. It was Cadoba. Oh, you're the fucking gone. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was going to say we could we could get we could try Chipotle. I know. Yeah. That Chipotle, Chipotle hasn't Chipotle. hasn't done me wrong, but no, no, they've we've done pretty good there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, that Moe's though is fucking terrible. Fuck that Moe's, man. I will never go there again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 welcome, <laughs> welcome to Moe's. Goodbye. That's right. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye to Moe's. So, anywho. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> test your might. <laughs> All right, let's test our knowledge of trying to remember what the fuck happened in this movie because I felt like a lot happened and it's hard to keep track. Although, the guy to my left over here, Mr. Dan Alicata, he is the expert of Mortal Kombat, so he'll he, keep us in check. He gave uh, some right. pretty good cliff notes at the beginning, so yeah, let's I mean, just dive much, into some You know what? Yeah, you pretty much gave us the whole story, so why don't we yeah. just kind of go... Well, why why don't what? we just, you know, wrap this episode up? Good night, everybody. <laughs> so, all right, so Dan, I tell you what, give us the full synopsis about this movie here, and then we'll go talk about some of our favorite parts and stuff as we go yes. along. Let's do do I have to include all the little bits, too, or just like a general... Just a you general... You can talk about any bit that you summary. want. All your right. 8-bit, um, little bit, tall bit, 16-bit, 32-bit, 64 Four bit. Okay. Um, so the movie starts bit. with Shang Tsung fighting uh, Chan King, Liu Kang's younger brother, at the uh, the monk monastery. Whatever, whatever the hell monks yeah, are. Up on uh, Patusan Island. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, 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 no. It wasn't there. It was. It was at Liu Kang's. It was Patusan Island. Kwan Su. He's fighting him there. He kills his brother and points directly to the camera. After his brother goes, Lou! And, and, and Shang Tsung just says, <laughs> he's like, his soul is mine. And then you are next. As he points directly to the camera, I'm guessing to indicate Liu Kang. And Liu Kang just wakes up in, in his apartment. It's a weird just, fever dream. Yeah, like it's a fever yeah, dream, but apparently yeah. that really happened. Um, and he finds out that his brother died from a note he got from his grandpa that, that read, Lou, brother dead. Come home, Grandpa. <laughs> Liu so- Kang, stop. Brother dead, stop. <laughs> Come home, stop. Grandpa. Grandpa. It was written on like some printer paper, yeah, something like that. That had <laughs> the, that had little the, holes uh, on it. Yeah, the dot matrix. The dot matrix. Yeah. <laughs> he must have got a fax. That's what. That's probably yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Probably fax. So that's well, our- what year was it? Ninety three. Is that right? Ninety three. When did number two come out? It's in the ball. It's in the bag. I brought number two just in case. Why doesn't this have the year? It doesn't matter if it's not on there. It's all right. This is ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, this two was in ninety eight. Wow! Holy shit! Why is Paris on the back of this box? Like France? Maybe they go to Paris. Paris, France. Oh, they weird. Go to, did they go to Paris in Mortal Kombat Annihilation? I don't remember oh, that at all. Uh, Mortal Kombat was 95. Okay. According to IMDb. <clears throat> cool. Um, yeah. I still think number three is 
more fun. <laughs> number two, you mean? Number two. Uh, sorry, number. <laughs> we didn't get a number three. <laughs> number two. Um, Imagine hey, if we did get a number three. They're, didn't they? They're make, working on a rebate right aren't now. They, didn't they do some like serious? They did. They did a uh, web oh. series called Mortal Kombat Legacy. Yeah. First, it started with a pilot. Then they did two seasons, and then I think it didn't really go anywhere. But it they're working like, on a remake now. It was like so. serious or something, right? Yeah, yeah. it was it's, very serious, and it <sighs> also followed the story of the first Mortal Kombat. Okay. Is that like the uh, the second critic series where it's like just on some random website for a period of time? No, it was like, on YouTube. Hey. Oh, it was on YouTube? Yeah, you could find oh, it on YouTube, cool. and then they put it on DVD and whatnot, so you, oh, can, cool. you can oh, shit. watch it anywhere. Um, it's not bad. As a as a Mortal Kombat fan, I thought it was entertaining enough, and they they uh, threw in some characters I didn't expect. But cool. So yeah, so so we get introduced to <clears throat> Liu Kang, and he's gonna go home to the monastery where he was raised. Then we're introduced to Sonya and her partner Jax, who in this movie gets mentioned, and then and then is barely in this one, but he makes it big. Uh, they're like uh, the they're in a SWAT team or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, they're part yeah. of a. SWAT team and they're going through this club to find Kano, uh, Sonya's nemesis who killed her partner uh, by cutting his throat open from ear to ear. That's Kano's words. Um, and so they're they're beating people up in the club and they're shooting people and and no one in the club is noticing. They're all just dancing and just I don't know. I guess they're in the moment or something. This is uh, Jim Carrey bopping around right. the cannibal corpse. Right? Yeah. Oh, real quick. Um, Forgot to mention there were two trailers at the beginning of this movie. One for Dumb and Dumber, and one, one for the one Mask. One for the Mask. And I don't know why there were two Jim Carrey movies at the beginning of this when you would think that this should be a tape for a Jim Carrey movie. Right. But, oh well. Because this was New Line Home Video. I think Jim Carrey should have been in this movie in the background dancing around a cannibal corpse. So, but whatever. Anywho, all right. So yeah, so she's she's coming after Kano, and Kano is talking to Shang Tsung and he tells him go on to this boat make sure Sonya follows there follows you on there and then you'll get paid and whatever so Kano leaves and Shang Tsung disappears and uh, Sonya finds out that's where Kano's gonna be so she chooses to go there and then we're introduced to Johnny Cage who is filming a scene for a movie where he's fighting some like five dudes in a fight scene and then you realize it's a movie when the last guy he's fighting, he hits him like three times in the face. He doesn't fall, and Johnny tells him, "This is where you fall down." And then he, the the guy does like a weird flip and falls down like he's dead or whatever. And then Johnny Cage starts walking off the set, and um, the director's telling him to come back and film the scene. And in a interesting little bit of trivia, that was going to be Steven Spielberg because he's a fan of. Oh, he looked just like him. Yeah, that's that's yeah. why because he he had scheduling conflicts. That's why he couldn't make it. Oh no shit! So they made a they got a guy who looked a lot like him, and because he was a big fan of you, I think the Mortal Kombat. No shit. Franchise. So I, he was gonna do that. I thought it was funny that guy had a funny line that you were saying, Kev. Yeah, oh, if, yeah if, if you if you like, lose if, this, yeah, if, I'm going if back you to don't directing come back, traffic. Yeah. <laughs> just weird yeah like was he a police officer i mean i don't know must, who must knows have been. yeah just clever about a, a how crossing he, guard yeah yeah he i mean if he's a legit director he he could always get another movie or just start directing porn yeah or traffic <laughs> or traffic um so yeah so johnny's like i'm gonna go over Probably my trailer easier to direct porn <laughs> <laughs> would be uh a lot less worrying about the acting um <laughs> So yeah, Johnny's look just... at his stunt guys. 
So Johnny goes, uh, he's going to go to his trailer so he can go shoot himself because he hates being in this movie. And some, like, PA or whatever comes up to him and he's like, Hey, Johnny, uh, uh, this guy is here to see you and uh, uh, he says he knows you. He's like, Do you, you just let this guy on? You don't know who he is? You, you let him on to the set? He's like, well, I, I know who he is. Like, well, who is he? I don't know. And he's like, he better not be a reporter. Oh, he's he's not. Do you want me to check? And then Johnny goes to his, his seat, and, and there's a guy stand, sitting in there, and he's reading a newspaper with a, uh, it's like a, what do you call it? Tabloid? Tabloid, there you go. Of, like, Johnny Cage saying, like, he's a fake and whatever. And they have this very funny shot of Johnny Cage, like, both his hands up, like he's uh, trying to be a cat or something. And it, it's uh, it's he's gonna be in the Broadway musical. Yeah. <laughs> so he's telling Johnny that there's a tournament on this special island. The way to get to that tournament is you gotta take a boat in Hong Kong, and he gives him the the invitation, whatever. And then he's like, "This will make you uh, famous. This will make people believe that you're not uh, that that you actually do your own stunts instead of people thinking you're just a fake." And so he. Walks away, and Johnny considers it, and then it, the guy transforms to Shang Tsung, thus implying Shang Tsung wants Johnny to get the tournament as well. And then they're all at the dock. Johnny Cage has a bunch of luggage. Liu Kang is there. Johnny Cage, because he's a dumb white idiot, thinks Liu Kang works works at the dock, and he gives him, like, like 50 bucks, says, hey, can you bring my luggage onto that boat? And so he's like, yeah, sure, I got it. Takes the money and throws his luggage into the water, and he's like, no problem, man. And then they uh, they go to get on the boat. And then Sonya's waiting to find Kano with Jax. And when she sees Kano go on the boat, she runs ahead, just trying, gets on the boat. And Jax is just standing there going, Sonya, come back, Sonya, Sonya. Oh, yeah. His acting was so good. Oh, yeah. Like that. It was phenomenal. I don't know why he didn't go after her. Yeah, he didn't but... He didn't do anything. He just, just sat there, just, Sonya. And so then they're all on the boat together. And uh, Johnny's pissed at Liu Kang for throwing his luggage into the water, but somehow he still has more luggage. And Sonya runs into Johnny and and pulls a gun on him because she's looking for Kano, and she thinks anyone on that boat would know Kano since they're all on the boat together. And then uh, Raiden shows up. Raiden says... Uh, oh, wait, no, Raiden doesn't show up yet. They, 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 they meet Shang Tsung first, and then they go down into the into the lower decks, and that's when they're confronted by Scorpion Sub-Zero, controlled by Shang Tsung, and Shang Tsung's there too, and he tells, and uh, Sonya pulls her gun on, on Sub-Zero, he freezes the tip of her gun and breaks it off, and Scorpion uh, shows off his living spear out of the palm of his hand, and um, before they get into a real fight, Raiden comes down, blasts them both into the wall with electricity, and says, they're not going to fight right now, this isn't part of the tournament, you have to wait till we get to the island before we can, you know, actually have them fight to the death. And so that's when Liu Kang realizes, oh, this dude is Raiden. He's not just some regular white dude. Who... He's not some hobo. Yeah, he's not some beggar. Yeah. And then there's nobody else on the ship for the yeah, next. Yeah, they all, they all go yeah. right back up and yeah. everyone else is gone. They're all just huddled together talking to Raiden about how... They they don't know what's what's to, what to expect. It's gonna be incre- it's gonna be crazy. It's oh, gonna be different. And there's some serious fog machines on this. Boat. Oh yeah, serious fog machines. A lot of fog machines. Very in this movie. mysterious. Yes. Yeah. And then and, oh and and then um Shang Tsung is like, now it begins in some weird CGI yeah, like, it's like skull a goes laser above light him. Show. And, they're, and they're like and and they're like yeah, now it begins and then 
That's it. They, you don't know what the fuck that was at all. Yeah, what begins? Who yeah, knows? Yeah, they didn't. They just okay. There's some CGI skulls in the sky. That's <laughs> the it. next thing the you know, seasickness. They're his, at the island. I get, yeah, his, day. his vertigo. That's what began. <laughs> it's this trip after having too much Dramamine. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So then they're then they're at the island in the daytime, and yeah, and Johnny now has even more luggage than he had in any of the other scenes. Which, as he tries to get off the boat. He falls into the water. That's to probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. It's him just face planting into the water. <laughs> With all of his luggage. And then uh, Liu Kang laughs at him. And, and Sonya is trying to contact Jax with her radio. And, and she figures uh, technology's busted or whatever. And Liu Kang tells her, no, 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 no. Check your, check your compass. Something's going on with, the, with, the, with this place because the compass is acting up. And so then they see the... the big tower or, or Shang Tsung's palace on the island and there's a giant set of stairs and Johnny Cage, Cage and the rest go up there and Johnny drops his luggage on the stairs and just I Crazy. guess at that point he's just like fuck it and once they all get in there they're they're all about to be treated to a nice meal and then oh yeah can, can, okay yeah let's talk about this real quick yeah. hold on can I just point something out yeah from the boat and then getting off the boat going up the stairs and then when they're in there yeah it's a lot of like there's a bunch of fighters. Yeah. There's no one else around. There's a bunch of fighters again. Yeah. There's literally just the three. It's no so one weird. else around. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. Oh, it's it's incredibly strange. Sorry. Uh, they had quite a spread of like fish on plates of made of surfboards. Surfboards. And like big giant grapes. Oh yeah. And and ale cups. You know, big big steel cups of ale. And and shitloads of candles. Yeah, they have uh, uh, wax fire, everywhere. Fire hazards everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like all these henchmen come out with Scorpion and Sub Zero, and Shang Tsung comes out. And he's like, now we're gonna give you a little taste of what to expect at the tournament. So all the dudes come down. <laughs> they fucking knock Turn all the every table over. <laughs> fucking all the food that was just brought down. Yeah, fucking all over the place. And um, you don't see anyone eat for the rest of the yeah. movie. No. Oh, ex- except for except uh, for Kano. Kano. Yeah, but he eats a little later. He's in a different area. Yeah, he, he went to King Richard's Fair and got himself a turkey leg. Yeah, yeah. he's you eating know. it. Go- with he gold. takes he takes two bites and just throws it to the dogs. Yeah. Well, he spits it up too. He goes too. Real quick, we forgot to mention uh, we we're introduced to Princess Katana and rip- and reptile and, and the reptile, which and, is this weird CGI uh, gremlin. Yeah, and and uh, they they assume what he's the like hell a was that? Oh That's god, that like was you! I thought that was like your chair. Yeah, and okay. they assume he's like a statue because he looks like a statue. And, and Luke turns out sees he's not Katana a statue. glance at him, and he's just like, "I love this woman." And so that's that's how their relationship is throughout this film is just her glancing at him and him just trying to follow her. And she's twenty thousand years, years old. She's Real 10, quick, 20,000 tomato, tomato. Real quick. All right, so Jim Carrey commercials. At the beginning, there's that scene in Dumb and Dumber when he's like, oh, you want to hear sound. the most annoying annoying sound ever? <laughs> I feel like that's that to me is at least two-thirds of this movie is where you hear either Goro or Reptile going, No, Goro's more like, The sound of... Razor and in, in Turtles too. Oh, oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. No, they're babies. No, no. Uh, um, yeah, 
one one of them, whatever yeah. one was the fox. Yeah. He just makes that yeah. that exact uh, so yeah, Eddie, I couldn't. I, I cringed every time I knew Goro was gonna show up because he'd be doing that for that, five minutes. These fucking this awful, annoying as shit sounds. That actually does remind me of one thing from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. There's this specific lightning sound. If you can remember, no, it's just like this weird piercing lightning sound where it's like more like electricity, but it's supposed to be lightning. It's weird. I'm try and find it. They, they play it a lot. And they do. Shit out of you. They play it so much. Wow. All right. So, yeah, anywho. so, so back to the dinner. They, they, oh, yeah. the, the goons come in. They throw all the food on the floor. They move everyone out, off to the side. And Chang Sung says, we're going to show you a taste of what to expect, like Dane put it. And so one dude, everyone, like all the goons, uh, like separate. And so there's a, a single column between two rows of goons. <clears throat> And on one end is Sub-Zero, and another end is some masked dude who's just another one of the goons or whatever. And so Sub-Zero gets into a pose, and the the other the masked guy is just, like, f- doing a bunch of, like, like kung fu moves and making a lot of grunting noises, and Sub-Zero's just, again, just standing there getting ready to do something. And so then the guy starts charging at Sub-Zero, and then Sub-Zero charges up an ice ball. And so when he flings at him, he... he uh, Sub-Zero blasts him with ice, turns into a dice, and he smashes into the the wall behind Sub-Zero, and body parts are all over the place, and, and his head is right at Shang Tsung's feet, and Shang Tsung just says, Flawless victory. And then that's what to expect He's, for this film. He says that a lot. Yeah, they, they, they oh, get, we get a lot so of that. So many times. Um, he, says, and he says fatality. He does yeah. at some point. He says the word soul a lot. Yeah, he well, does. Yeah, he eats souls. I mean, he does. Yeah. That's his he thing. He doesn't eat steady, them. Steady he, diet. They of... go into his eyeball. Yeah. So he sees them. He sees them. <laughs> he yeah. sees souls, and also he he <laughs> he takes them with his eyes. Um, uh, so yeah. So the next day is the tournament. Yeah. It's 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 the first fight. It's Liu Kang versus some dude. They're they're in a uh, a ring of sand. Yeah, ring of sand. They both have uh, like bamboo sticks, and they just start duking it out, and then Liu Kang beats him. And uh, what's his face eats his soul. Yeah, Shang Tsung just looks over and puts his hand over him and just goes, "Your soul is mine." And just you know, eats his soul. One thing that I like about a lot of the fights in this movie is that the areas, like the the environments where they fight, they look like a place where they would fight in the game. I like that. Yeah, and there's a lot of different areas too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of different areas. So after he beats that guy and his soul gets eaten, we cut to Johnny Cage. Walking him, walking in the woods somewhere. It's supposed that to be the island. Looks but like it cannot be yeah. on this island. Even though whatsoever. it looks like a it forest. It looks like some some Jet Li movie. I want to say Hero, Crouching Tiger, or something. One of those types know, of movies. It's probably yeah, the same yeah. place. Yeah, probably, you know, probably. probably shot at the same. It's forest. Probably just all cherry trees yeah. and yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he's cherry he's blossom trees, through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 not a part of the tournament at all. He's just walking around. And then Could have been. there's a lot Scorpion. of different environments. We don't know. That's yeah. True. Yep. And so Scorpion's there, and he he sends out the the spirit. Him the super glossy CGI. little bird thing. He says his famous catch line: "Get over here!" And uh, it chases Johnny around the trees, and then it gets stuck. So then Johnny uh, thinks everything's fine. Then Scorpion shows up a little closer, shoots it at him again. Johnny ducks out of the way. The spear hits a tree dies, I guess, and then Scorpion just pulls back the rope. 
And then and then they fucking teleport. Yeah, they teleport yeah, to Freddy's so, domain. Yeah, yeah, they go to Freddy's nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like um, city. It looks like they're in some basement and somebody made a bunch of ladders with sticks, sticks yeah. and bones and what. Yeah, it's very. It looks very. Uh, yeah, very Freddy Krueger. And very. Uh, it's very orange. Easily yeah, breakable. Yeah, very orange. Yeah. And so they giant <clears throat> fights Scorpion some more. There, they they beat the snot out of each other. Um, that's when that's, it's morphin time. Yeah, that's yeah. when that's when pulls Scorpion off his mask. pulls off his mask. Flaming was, uh, skeleton, yeah, Ghost skeleton. Rider, Ghost Rider. Now this was uh, this was Ghost one of his fatalities. In yes, the game, in the original right? one. Yeah, he, like, it's his original fire, fatality. Yeah, and so he and shoots then, fire at Johnny. Johnny grabs his shield to save himself, and then uh, starts slicing up Scorpion with the buzz shield. I think that's the only way to fight him was to give him yeah. some cuts. If I just had some paper, would have gave him some paper cuts and yeah. fucking fire and 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 Kool Aid would have came out. I know. Yeah, yeah. and then you know? then Johnny pretty much scalps. Scorpion, and then Scorpion's head explodes, and then Scorpion... There's a few explosions from yeah. him, too, which is yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah. And Johnny was kind enough to leave an autographed photo. Which, that's right. if uh, Mortal Kombat fans would know, that's one of his... Uh, no, it's a friendship. Friendship. Which is what he does in either two or three, which is a different finisher. Instead of like a fatality, it's a friendship. So Johnny leaves an autographed photo for you. It's a sign of courtesy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I murdered you. Here's, here's, here's a nice here's a photo, picture yeah. of me. Here's um, a photo for anyone who Now, what I want to know and they don't go into is how the fuck did he get out of Freddy's Nightmare World? I figure when when Scorpion dies, I guess that just spits him out. Butthole transport. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It looked a lot like um, the blue transport thing in um, Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Good call. Yeah, yeah. All the weird <clears throat> goopy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So, anywho. So uh, then we're on the beach. Yeah. And Shang Tsung is like chilling out. I think he's eating something and he just fucking throws it out in the sand because um, Liu Kang <laughs> pops in and then Princess Katana and Liu Kang fight. And she's like, in your next fight, you must use the, the element gen- that gives the life. janitor supplies. Yeah. <laughs> use what we leave on the floor. <laughs> use what Raiden will show up and just leave for you conveniently. Why Raiden was dressed as a monk and had a th- pictures of water, nobody fucking knows. And then as soon as they show up, he's just like, nope, I'm out of here now. He just <laughs> leaves them on the ground for um, no reason. So anyhow, yeah, so they fight. Didn't even leave a sign. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. no, no Piso Mahato sign, Mm-mm. nothing. Nope, nope. So yeah, so then we cut to this next fight with Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero and Liu Kang. Yep. Uh, and when Sub-Zero comes, comes down the stairs, a lot more smoke machines are coming oh, down too. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> A lot of smoke in this movie. It's so they, it was they, probably dry ice. Yeah, I think, maybe, I maybe think for some dry zero, ice. yeah, just okay. some dry That's ice. That's fair. Really so yeah, they, get they start fighting. Uh, Sub Zero's kicking Liu Kang's ass, and, and then, then Sub Zero decides to power up. Yeah, he he's, he creates a an ice ball in his hands, and it creates like a like a force field around that's slowly expanding, and it. And if you like throw gives, a gives, janitor's bucket at Sub Zero, like Liu Kang like an ice burn or something. Uh, yeah, I think so. And so then Luke knocks over one of the buckets, and then, he's, and, then he, and then he sees Katana look at him, and, and, he, and he hears, use the element, which gives life. And so he's just like, water! Use the fucking bucket! <laughs> that's when that's when Luke Kang literally spouts out, water! Grabs the bucket, flings it at, at Sub-Zero, and as the water goes through the force field, it turns to an icicle, which impales Sub-Zero into the wall, and Sub-Zero freezes up with a surprised look on his face. Um... And then we get Sonya versus Kano back on the same sand. Uh, 
Kano is my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, Why is that? He's, he's very good in this film. Yeah, he looked really cool. He looked very much like his character in the game, which yeah. for some of the, I mean, a lot of them looked really good. Um, but there was, there's just something about him. He's like a good bad guy, oh, yeah, even he, though he died really. Yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. Like his only, his only yeah. thing was he is part of a metal plate on his face. Yeah, and in the so game, he's really not much lasers. different than Pete and Pete's mom. Yeah, so I, you know, anytime when I would play the game, I thought he was like a cyborg. Right? He sort yeah, because like. I think at one point he could shoot a laser yeah, from his eye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh shit. I, know. I was terrible at the game, so I couldn't do anything. So I, just what I could see people yeah. do. Yeah, so, so um, he, uh, yeah. he fights her, and he's like, I'm going to kill you like I killed your partner. Takes out his knife and goes from ear to ear, and he's also Australian in this because that's his thing. Uh, and then he, remind, he reminds me of some actor or some other character, and I just can't put my... Put my finger on. Well, if it comes to you, let us know. Yeah. If anybody it's... else knows exactly what Kev is talking about, email us at thevhsfantasy at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, so, so Sonya fights him, and, and Kano, who apparently uh, thinks of himself as like a decent fighter who who fights man to man, one on one, and he's he's just like throwing like the laziest punches, like like as if, as if he's like in a bar brawl or something. And Sonya eventually just wraps her legs around his neck. Puts him on the floor and he starts spitting all over her legs and and, and Shang Tsung says finish him off and, and he's like please just give me a break and she says okay breaks his neck right there and then uh, and then I think we get to the scene of of Goro beating up every other contestant in the fight yeah that part like tournament. that was a long scene yeah it's it just, it just a yeah. montage of where you see Goro show up and he goes he does that thing. And then a bunch of dudes who who you didn't really see before. Unnamed fighters, one just through seventeen, falling yeah. falling down, all dead by Goro. I want to say whatever they did for the animatronic of him was really good. Yeah, uh, it looked pretty good. I looked it up. It, it cost good. a million dollars to to do the Holy the animatronics Lord. for him, wow. and took over a dozen puppeteers to do it. Oh, wow. Shit. Um. And Crazy. so yeah, he beats up a bunch of dudes, and then it's it's him against. This other martial artist who who Giant Cage is familiar with is I guess he's sort of Giant's friend. It didn't really say too much about him. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell his name was. His but... name is Art Lean. I don't know okay. what that. I don't Art, know Art Lean. Like like Giant saw him fight in London at one point. He said he's pretty oh, okay. good. And uh, so he fights Goro and he he thinks he's got it at first and then Goro beats the snot out of him and he kills him by hitting him in the chest. Yeah, he picks him up yep. with his two lower arms and then. Hits him in the chest with one of his upper arms. And then, he crowns him just yeah. like Jimmy King. Yeah. <laughs> and then he lifts him up and My he, God. he him to... <laughs> I will rule you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so he, he he lifts him up after he kills him and he, he presents him to Shang Tsung, at which point Shang Tsung eats his soul by sucking it into his eye. And then Johnny's all pissed off because his good buddy died. Soul. <laughs> it's a good looking soul. <laughs> and so yeah, Johnny's like Johnny goes to They're wicked heartbroken over that debt too, yeah. which is really they're weird like, for no! Yeah, but they don't even fucking know this guy. Yeah, for barely knowing him for and they're on this island for what seems like maybe a couple days. I was gonna say like twenty four hours. Well no, because yeah, it, like, it goes like from weekend. night when they're on the boat <clears throat> to day when they get to the island to night again today. I guess. Unless time moves Couple differently days. there. There's no, there's no real direction to 
you know, north, south, east, and west, so maybe time's Very just true. an illusion. Because um, it all passes by, like, really quick. You never see, like, hey, we're going to have dinner. Okay, there's this demonstration. And then they're like, oh, we got to follow what's-his-face. Um, and then more fights happen. It's not like, all right, dinner, we'll fight. We'll we'll go find him later. We're going to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then uh, Raiden tells them all that, uh, tells Johnny, Liu Kang, and Sonya what their problem, their flaws are, like what they're afraid of, and that's why they'll fail. So they've got to learn to confront their fears if they plan to win the tournament. And after that, Johnny decides, I'm going to fight Goro. So he goes to Shang Tsung and he says, let me fight Goro. And Shang Tsung says, okay, but on the condition that I get to choose whoever I fight, I get to choose who I'm going to fight if I want to. And Johnny says, sure, whatever. And then Johnny uh, gets ready for his fight with Goro, and Goro comes in with a cape, and he takes off the cape, and he goes, and then, and then, and he looks at Shang Tsung, and Shang Tsung says, finish him quickly. And then Goro gets ready to kick Johnny's ass, and Johnny starts it off with a, a split punch right to the balls, which is a classic Johnny Cage move, to which point Goro's eyes go wide and he just clutches his nads and goes, oh, for like five minutes straight. You know, it's funny because if you think about like how this indestructible monster, nobody's yeah. beating him. If, if only anybody had just hit him in the balls. Yeah. yeah. And we were talking, we were watching this. He's got four arms. How many balls he got? That's right. Does is he it? have four dicks and eight balls? Right. He I mean, he's not dicks, human. He could have balls. any number of balls. Yeah. Or buttholes, right? Or buttholes. Two buttholes, four buttholes. Yeah. No idea. No shoking. How many? Could be. He's got those four hands. Can can his top hands wipe his ass? Or does bottom hands have to wipe his ass? Yeah. If you know the answer, please email us at (laughs) gmail.com. That's right. We want answers. (laughs) Or tweet at Ed Boone. See if he knows, because he created him, so he should should know. It's going to be a new Reddit forum. Hashtag Goro Butts. Goro Butts. Yeah, find out. Tweeted Ed Boon for, for us, and then let us know. Um, so, yeah, so, he, he, so Goro's reeling in agony, and then Shang Tsung's like, go kill him. Come on, man. I told you to kill him quickly. So Jai runs off, and, and Goro follows him up to this, like, weird cliff edge. And, uh, oh, I forgot to mention that in the beginning. Right before the fight, Goro picks up Giant Cage's glasses, sunglasses, and rip and crushes them. Crushes Giant Cage's signature sunglasses, which in the game he's never seen without. But in the movie... It's like this is the, the second, second time, time I've seen those yeah. sunglasses. And uh, Johnny fights him and he, and he says, those are $500 sunglasses, asshole. And then he uh, kicks him off the edge and, and it looks like Goro's falling to, to his death. He goes, Hoo! he does that thing where his arms are flying it, and he's it falling It doesn't back. look like he's falling down. He looks like he's falling horizontally. Oh, yeah, and then, like then he's, he's hanging on by, by like a, just one hand and he says, this is the part where you fall down. And, and then Goro falls, and he looks like he's just falling backwards. To it's really smoke weird. Smoke and whatnot. And then Goro's dead. And then and then right after that, Shang Tsung my kidnaps Sonya. <laughs> Not my balls. <laughs> Avenge my buttholes. Uh, so, yeah, so Shang Tsung kidnaps Sonya, says, I'm going to, I choose to face her. And uh, I'm going to face her in the Emperor's castle. Or asshole. I'm not sure. You, 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 the emperor's asshole. The emperor's yeah. asshole. Well, because he goes through like an asshole to get there. Oh, that, that's does. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. With this, with the blue goo. Yeah, with the with the butt goo. Butt goo. Um. So yeah, he goes there, and then, and then Raiden just... tells 
Yeah. <laughs> Raiden tells Giant Lou, go on. Go in that butthole. Yeah, he says, go in that butthole. Save her. Get in that butthole. Only you can defeat him. Put him in there. Yeah. <laughs> Get in that butthole. And so they do. They go in the butthole. <laughs> and then they end up in Outworld, which looks like a shithole. There's, uh, there's junk all over the place. There's some smashed up statues and a few... Torches. Waste management clearly has not come through in quite some time. No, oh, Shao no. Kahn is not a fan of cleaning up after himself, clearly. He does not give a hoot. <laughs> so he That's pollutes. right. <laughs> yeah, the Indian's crying. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why Wolfsbane is in the second Night one. Wolf. <laughs> Night Wolf, whatever. That's why Night Wolf is very Night pissed Wolf. at him in the next one. Um, yes, yeah, so they're following Reptile to find Luke, uh, Shang Tsung, and uh, Liu Kang can somehow... Sense Reptile is there, and uh, he gets into a fight with Reptile. He throws him into this statue with like a hole in the rib cage, and and like these wires come out of the rib cage and and pull Reptile in, and thus turns Reptile into a human. And then Liu Kang is fighting basically a green version of Sub Zero and Scorpion, but it's Reptile, and he starts beating Liu Kang's ass, and then Liu Kang starts fighting back, and then. Liu Kang delivers his signature move from the games, the bicycle kick to Reptile, flings him through a wall, and then the statue turns back into a statue, and Reptile's trying to crawl out, and Liu Kang's just like, oh, no, you don't. Smushes his... He's oozing with worms yeah. and bugs. And then uh, Liu Kang steps on him and kills him, and they go to the tower, or the castle, or the ass, whatever the hell it is, and uh, there's a lot of stairs going up there, and, and that castle is giant, too. And also in very shiny 90 CGI as well. And uh, so we're shown the inside of this castle. Sonya is tied up. She's wearing like this weird prisoner outfit. She looks like, it looks like something you'd see a woman wearing in Xena, Warrior Princess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. And so you got some monks coming in, and they're all holding torches. Whatever, I don't, just... honestly don't even know why. Sorry. I don't even no. know why the fuck they changed her clothes and her hair because she doesn't fight. She doesn't do jack shit. No. So why the hell did they even bother? No idea. I don't know. Dramatic it, it, effect. It, yeah. Um, so the monks come in, and then turns out two of them, or three of the monks are Liu Kang, Katana, and Johnny Cage, and Johnny goes and frees Sonya, and Shang Tsung says, Johnny Cage, I challenge you to fight instead. And uh, Liu Kang's like, no, your fight is with me. So they start fighting, and then Katana's like, and Katana narrates it like, like face your enemy. And then Shang Tsung leaves some souls in their original form. So, so Liu Kang fights like a samurai, like a like some sort of savage warrior, a couple of martial arts, martial artists, beats the snot out of them. And then, and then uh, Shang Tsung's like, I can see into your soul. And then Katana says, face yourself. And, and Liu Kang's like, you may be able to see into it, but you do not own it. And then Liu Kang climbs up the stairs. I guess that's the end of that one. And then it's face your fear. And then Shang Tsung turns into Liu Kang's dead brother, Chan Kang, and he tries to convince Liu Kang to, uh, I don't know, die or kill himself, whatever, because he, he tries to guilt him. Like, yeah. hey, remember when our parents died and you said you'd take care of me that I died? Yeah, and then you then That's you, then on you, you buddy. left for America <laughs> and I died for it. And uh, so while that this is happening. Remember when you left our... Our island, yeah. our surfboard, and, <laughs> and you said you met were... up with Rob Schneider and <laughs> <laughs> surfed in surfed in cars. Yeah, 
fight Leslie. What was it, Cyborg Leslie Nielsen? Bopper Ram. Yeah. Um, and then Tone Loke chased us down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tone Loke started eating keys every Tuesday <laughs> that he would poop out. Yeah. And then no one could buy a knife. Nobody could buy a knife. <laughs> oh, I'd like so, to cut all these branches, but only if I had a knife. <laughs> could somebody shut him up? <laughs> I would if I had a knife. <laughs> Quancy, dude, it's Quancy. While this is happening, uh, uh, like some spikes come up from the floor, presumably for Shang Tsung to throw Liu Kang onto. And once Liu Kang sees through the illusion, he turns back into Shang Tsung, and then they fight some more, and then uh, Liu Kang starts to win, and Shang Tsung gets real angry, and, and Liu Kang is like, give up those souls. They don't belong to you. They, they, they're they rebelling. And he's like, never! And then Liu Kang, like, Punches him off into the spikes, and Shang Tsung just goes, Aah! dies. All the souls come out, and Shang Tsung's body like mummifies almost instantly. And then there's like a big beam of light as all the souls leave and go up to the afterlife or are just going to space. Who knows where they go? And uh, Liu Kang is met by the soul of his actual dead brother, and he's like, uh, I don't blame you for letting me die, even though you did make a pact, but, but you know, it is what it is. Here's closure. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. And he's like, uh, I may be gone, but my spirit will always be with you, and we will be again together at some point. And he leaves, and then and then uh, Liu Kang, uh, they, the Liu Kang, Johnny, Sonya, and Katana go back to Earth Realm. They go back to Liu Kang's academy or whatever. And they're celebrating, and Raiden's like, I knew you guys were, were going to do it. I figured you would win. Congratulations. Good job. Whatever. And they're all celebrating, and then the skies start to darken. Lightning shows up, and then uh, uh, Liu Kang asks Raiden, what's that? And, and Raiden says, it's the Emperor. And then Shao Kahn shows up in like a big shadowy image over the cat, over the, the building, and he's like, I've come to conquer you, or, or whatever. And then they all get ready in a fighting pose, and then it plays Mortal Kombat. I don't understand why the Emperor came after him. I thought like Mortal Kombat was one. Why isn't he chilling the fuck out? Well, in the second one, he um, I forget how they they basically do what they did in Mortal Kombat three, where he he brings back his dead wife from Earth, okay, and resurrects her. He's just like. Which, screw screw the tournament. Yeah, I want Earth, which allows him to to cross realms to get his wife back. Okay, but that's my wife. Exactly, and then they don't even really address what John that's Cena movie. Combat. That's my wife, <laughs> and that's, that's the end of the movie. That's my dead wife. <laughs> All right, Mortal Kombat. Test your might. All right, so uh, let's go into some ratings real quick. All right. Uh, why don't you hit up the IMDb? I got it. I'll hit up the Amazon unless you got that up too. Uh, nope. I got IMDb. All right. I'll pull Boom. up the Amazon. So let's go through. Uh, let's go through IMDb. All right. Out of ten stars and over ninety-five thousand ratings. Whoa. Damn. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Mortal Kombat is rated. I want to say seven and a half. Seven and a half. Day trade. Four and a half. Uh, 5.8 out of 10 stars. Okay. There's also something here called Metascore. I have no idea what that is. Provided by Metacritic.com. What 
is Metacritic.com? Not a cheap plug. Genuinely cu- curious. All right. So on IMDb, I don't know. There's the Blu-ray. There's Did you on Amazon? Uh, I'm on Amazon. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the, the VHS is not on here. There's a shitload of the cartoon VHS tapes. Ooh. Oh, cool. But not the uh, not the movie. So I guess we're going to have to go off of uh, the Blu-ray, which has 366 reviews. So out of five, what, how many do you think is on there? Dan? I'm going to say four. I'm going to say... I also think four. It is four and a half. Almost wow. a five-star rating. Whoa. A lot of people seem to That's really a, like it. Good movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. When, when you did the Mortal Kombat... Cartoon come out. I don't know. Somewhere in the nineties, I bet. Cartoon. I got some trivia for the movie too, and when you guys get a moment. You have trivia? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Hit us up with the trivia. Okay. Let's do it. Ed Boon, co-creator of the game, voiced uh, Scorpion in the movie like he does in the game. Oh, cool. Uh, Brandon Lee was said to have originally been cast as Johnny Cage, but he died before they could begin production. No shit. Uh. Jean-Claude Van Damme turned down the role of Johnny Cage to do Street Fighter instead. Good move. And the character... Uh, I don't know about that. I haven't seen Street Fighter, so I can't comment. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh! We discussed this. We discussed oh! this, though. We, 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 oh! I'm waiting to do it with oh, you guys. Man. Oh, um, we're, we gotta do Street Fighter. We have discussed that, too. Street oh! Fighter is amazing. Oh, man. I would... I mean, hey... As good as this movie is, I would rather watch Street Fighter any I, day. Like I said, I I wait, I'm waiting to do it with you guys. Before all right, I, all right, we'll, we'll 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 jump that bridge. Um, Sorry, uh, the cartoon Mortal Kombat Conquest. Yeah. Aired for one season, ninety-eight to ninety-nine. Cool. That's yeah. right after the second movie. <sighs> um, yeah, so Giant Cage is supposedly based off of him, which makes sense. Um. Bridget Wilson Sampras, the woman who played Sonya, performed all her own stunts, refused really? to use a double, including the fight scenes. Miss Veronica Vaughn. Yep. She dislocated <laughs> her shoulder during one scene, but they were able to fix it on set without any recurrence. Cool. Uh, the guy who played Shang Tsung was their first and only choice for the role. He came to the audition in costume and read his lines while standing on a chair. He's de- he is depicted as relatively younger in the film in order to avoid the excessive makeup that would have been required to duplicate his aged appearance in the game. Okay. And a little trivia about that one. You can play as that version of Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, cool. Played by the same actor and everything, and you can use a skin that looks like him in the movie or the video game version. Yeah, now that guy, his name is Kerry Tagawa. Hiroyuki Tagawa. He he's the fucking man. He is a, he's always a bad guy in anything he's in. He's great. Oh yeah, he's my always favorite, good. one of my favorite movies of all time, which you just recently watched, Showdown in Little yeah. Tokyo. He's like one of the best bad guys yeah. in that. He know? is the bad guy. He's, he's the one who killed Dolph Lundgren's parents. Yeah, yeah. He's great, man. He's a great great actor that guy. Great um, bad guy. The soundtrack went platinum in less what? than 2 weeks. How that song? Because that just because that, song, that one song. Oh, yeah. oh, I bet. And and yeah, the the Steven Spielberg part. He was an avid fan of the Mortal Kombat franchise, and he was gonna make a cameo, but scheduling conflicts caused him to back out. So they got someone who looked a lot like him. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, originally Kano was Japanese in the games, but because Ed Boon and John Tobias, the guys who created the game, 
They loved Trevor Goddard's performance as him so much that they made him an Australian because of his performance. Uh. Even though Trevor Goddard is not an Australian, he still did a hell of a performance that had changed the character as we know it. Um, let's see. Well, Christopher Lambert was also a big fan of the games. That's that's kind of impressive. I didn't think he was a gamer. Uh, okay, so the worst injury on the set was when Johnny Cage bruised his kidney in his fight with Scorpion. Ooh. <laughs> and so he tried to get a stunt over, but Robin Shaw convinced him that the fight would look much better if he did it himself. And there were also uh, very few injuries, despite all the all the actual deaths and the actors did <laughs> that all too. The all the deaths and all those cursed movies. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so why don't we go into some ratings? It's gonna be a tough one. What should we rate this out of? Out of ten. Dan, uh, you're the special guest. Any uh, ideas? What should we rate this movie out, out of, of? Out of ten gooey buttholes. Ten gooey buttholes? <laughs> okay. You want to do ten yeah. gooey buttholes? Yeah, gooey okay. buttholes is fine. All right, here we go. Blue gooey buttholes. Blue All right. gooey buttholes. Kevin Bob, we start with you. Out of ten blue gooey buttholes, I would give this movie... Uh... It's a tough one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 5.75. Holy shit. That's pretty low. Yeah. Gooey buttholes. It's not the second one. That is, what, do you think Prince Goro has 5.7 buttholes <laughs> on, his, on his behind? I, yeah, I don't know. They all poop at once. <laughs> It'd be weird if they pooped separately. Pooped at different times, yeah. Oh, I got to poop out of butthole number two. <laughs> <laughs> I got to poop, but I can't tell if it's one or two. <laughs> oh, God. It's probably it number three? one or God. number two. <laughs> All right. 5.75. The one through 5.7. <laughs> All right. Dan, how about you? I'd give it uh, I gotta give it a 10. Whoa. I love this movie. It's a very good adaptation of the game. Um, the action's pretty good for the time. The CGI is also pretty good for the time. Again, even though it's real shiny and whatnot, but I still say it. For the for for that era, I think it's still pretty good, um, and they they did a great job with the with the characters and the acting and all that, compared to the second one. Compared to the second one, where they all just <laughs> half-assed it. <laughs> all right, let's see. I think I'm gonna give it. Uh, I think I'm gonna give it like. I'll give it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. All right. Eight out of ten Good. blue gooey buttholes. Blue gooey buttholes. Yep. Nice. Four on one side of the cheeks, four <laughs> on the other side of the cheeks. Um, yeah, I think it's great. I love the shitty 90s CGI. Like, I dig the story. I definitely appreciate the movie now more as an adult more than I did yeah. any other time. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I think some pacing was a little off here and there. Yeah. There was a little more talking. There was actually significantly more talking than I th- I remember like when the first fight scene happened, when like like after uh Guro shows up and he's talking and, and then the and then Shang Tsung is like, We are not alone. Yeah, he and gives the, all the exposition for, yeah, for why and, the and, and the goons show up to fight the three good guys. I was like, Holy shit, there's finally some fucking fighting in this movie. You know what I mean? Like finally for the first yeah. time there's actual fighting in this movie. So 
it took a long time for the fighting to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it, it, it would be like up and down in waves with the fighting, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but the fighting was good. I really liked that. Um, I, you know, I, I think more than anything, I needed to knock off one entire point just for all the annoying uh, lizard sounds and, and the Goro sounds. I couldn't stand that shit. It was like nails on a chalkboard to me. And I could have done – I probably would have given this movie a higher rating if it wasn't for that. So Fair enough. There you go. Gooey, bluey, got holes. Gooey, bluey, blue. Gooey, blue, blue buttholes. Gooey, gooey, buttholes. Gooey, blue. Gooey, buttholes. Test your poop. Blue. Blue, gooey, buttholes. Flawless poopery. Flawless wiping. Yeah. I bet if they made a porn fatality. parody of this, it would there be you called. Go. I was going to what the fatality version would I be. I bet if they made a porn parody of this, it'd be called Mortal Kombat. Ooh. I wouldn't be surprised if there already is one. Yeah, there could be. <laughs> Search redtube.com. Yeah, redtube.com. <laughs> so. Uh, all right. Cool. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode of Mortal Kombat. Real quick, want to give a quick shout out and a thank you to our Patreon backers out there. Yeah, thanks, guys. Because uh, this is a Patreon exclusive episode right here. Thanks so much. And thank you everybody for supporting us, and backing us up. And if uh, if you want, if you're hearing this and you want to back us up, please do. Uh, patreoncom slash Bandits. That'd be great. Yeah. You get extra episodes from us and our regular episodes well in advance before the general public. So there you go. All right. Awesome. Thanks again for listening. Um, I'm the Kev Bot. This is Dane Train. And this is Dan Alicata. And we're signing off. Going back to the blue gooey butthole realm. Uh, be kind and rewind. Or else your soul is mine. <laughs> <laughs> The world has prepared you for this. You will be next. Prepare for customer demand with the nation's number one movie, Mortal Kombat. Has begun. Delivering one of the biggest opening weekends in 1995 and grossing over 75 million at the box office, this hardcore action film is the hottest video event of the year. Lawless. From the creative team of Terminator 2 and True Lies, this action adventure features state-of-the-art, cutting-edge special effects and the biggest team of martial arts champions in any film. I am Goro! Let's dance. Features Christopher Lambert of Highlander. Enough! Talisa Soto from Don Juan DeMarco and License to Kill. Come with me. And Bridget Wilson of Last Action Hero. Let's go! And introducing world-class martial arts champion Robin Chu. Mortal Kombat the Movie is the most highly anticipated film that critics agree is a must-have cassette. Superb visual effects. Stylish. Impressive. Superb. Imaginative. Thumbs up. Oh my.
Four stars, a rock'em, sock'em action flick. Non-stop action. And now for a taste of things to come. New Line plans to blast sales for Mortal Kombat out of this world with a full-scale media blitz. Show me how. With nationwide television spots, plus a national radio promotion, and consumer intent to rent is higher than Dumb and Dumber. Four-color eye-grabbing posters, banners, and a double-sided standee available, as well as a previously viewed kit that includes banners and stickers. And New Line Home Video was copy-protecting through the MacroVision anti-copy process. And New Line Home Video does not participate in revenue sharing. And if that doesn't grab your attention, this will. Buy the Mortal Kombat 10-pack and 18-pack and receive the self-contained Mortal Kombat Scratch and Win Game Kit. Each 10-pack contains Mortal Kombat merchandise worth over $90. And the 18-pack has over $200 worth of merchandise. And there is a chance for retailers and their customers to win a fabulous grand prize trip to any gateway city in the continental U.S. <gasps> Prepare yourselves for the edge-of-your-seat special effects thriller that kicks butt in a big way. Mortal Kombat from New Line Home Video.